able in this last year to fund our full panel of requests. So it's super important. We can't stress enough how much the fundraising truly, truly helps us meet that need in Dallas County. You'll be surprised at what people do for you. Um, you always have that, that time in fundraising that you're like, wow. I actually found that my generation likes Instagram. So now that there's the Instagram stories, I'll post pictures, I'll post last year's pictures. Thank you for tuning in to the More Than Pink podcast with Susan G. Coleman, Dallas County. Coleman, Dallas County's vision is for every person in Dallas County to receive timely, quality breast health services to prevent and treat breast cancer. Today's topic, putting the fun in fundraising. Here with us today are some special guests. Nicole Metcalf, Executive Director of Susan G. Komen, Dallas County. And Nicole herself has been fundraising for Komen, Dallas County since as early as 2012 and brought in over $1,000 of donations year after year. With her, we welcome four-time top five survivor fundraiser, Kelly Rose. Kelly has raised between $6,000 to over $10,000 year to year. Also, Welcome last year's overall top individual fundraiser and captain of family and friends team, Mama G's squad, Julia Kaprivnik. She alone raised $9,048 and her team raised $10,860. Thank you for being here today, ladies. So Nicole, let's start with you. And I wanna talk about the importance of fundraising. I think oftentimes people think that their registration fee for the race walk series is their donation. Can you help us understand why that's not the case? That is a great question and I'm very glad that you asked it. So here's the deal. We are in the business of preventing breast cancer and saving lives from the disease. And the way that we do that is through funding local breast health programs in Dallas that provide screening, diagnostic services, treatment, education, patient navigation, and support services like transportation to and from treatment. So every year those programs come to us and they request funding and they can request anywhere in any given year from between $800,000 to about $1 million. So if we look at just what we raised at last year's race and broke it down into its component parts, if we only collected registrations, we would have only raised $400,000. But then thanks to fundraisers like Julia and like Kelly, we were able to more than double that impact and raise 480,000 extra dollars. So if you're doing math here, that's a total of $880,000. And so we were able in this last year to fund our full panel of requests. So it's super important. We can't stress enough how much the fundraising truly, truly helps us meet that need in Dallas County. Wow, yeah, fundraising certainly does make a huge difference. And how lucky Coleman Dallas County is to have such amazing support from people like you, Julie, and Kelly. So tell us, what inspires you to raise funds each year for Coleman Dallas County? As we like to say it, what's your why? Let's start with you, Julia. So back in 2015, my mom was diagnosed with breast cancer and I felt pretty helpless because I live in Dallas and she was in Atlanta. And I learned over the last few years that I'm a doer and like to find solutions for problems. So I started looking into ways I could fundraise or get involved in breast cancer foundations in my area. And I had been to the Race for a Cure with a friend several years before all of this and thought, you know, my mom and I love running. It sounds like a great place to start. So unfortunately, she, my mom passed away from breast cancer 
back in 2018. So now I'm even more determined to help find a cure and uh, make sure no other family has to go through what we did. Thank you. And what about you, Kelly? I am a grateful survivor and wanted to definitely pay it forward. I've already seen so much better things for breast cancer patients in my almost five years of my survivorship. So i got to keep working hard. Indeed. And we appreciate it. So now that we talked about why you fundraise, let's talk about how. You both are some fundraising divas. I know there are many people out there who are uncomfortable with the idea of asking people for money. So tell us what is your trick to overcoming that, Kelly? Um, I had to get over it because I'm determined. Um, I believe emails are a must with your personal story, social media, friends, family, neighbors, groups and organizations you are a part of. Reach out to them. Many charities I support definitely support me back. And don't forget to um, send reminder emails, social media uh, reminders, <clears throat> because you'll be surprised at what people do for you. Um, you always have that that time in fundraising that you're like, wow. And a thank you note is a must. Um, I cannot tell you how many people tell me um, they're so grateful to get a thank, thank you note once they've um, done a donation. I think that's a great personal touch and persistence and never give up. Oh, great points. Very great points. How about you, Julia? So I was thinking back, I've actually probably had a team for almost five years now. And when I first started, I pretty much just sent an email to people asking them to join my team and donate if they couldn't make it and was very conservative in my efforts. Um, I don't even think I knew how to link it to Facebook or any other option that we now know how to do. Um, but after my mom passed away, I got a lot more aggressive with my efforts and really stopped caring what anyone thought. I was like, <laughs> I'm going to bug you. You can block me. You can delete me. You can ignore me. But well, And because the worst people can say is yeah, no, right? No. And that, yeah. that's it. Fine. And it's not like I'm begging you for money for my own personal house renovation. Like, <laughs> this is for a great cause. So I'm going to keep doing it and you can delete me or do whatever you like. Um, so my passion for finding cure has just made it so I don't feel awkward at all asking. And um, this year I did try to get a little bit more creative so that people weren't like, oh, here she is again asking for money. So um, TBD, we'll talk about that in a little yeah. later. <laughs> like it. Well, it's great to have persistent fundraisers like you. And we now know why you're a top individual <laughs> fundraiser. But um, for others who aren't at that point of confidence as you are, we have thought about them and we do strive to make fundraising easier in Coleman, Dallas County. For example, if you go to our website and click on fundraising and teams, there's a great fundraising one-on-one section with all kinds of tips and tricks. And Nicole can tell you listeners a little bit more about those tips and tricks for our team captains and individual fundraisers that you'll find there. So I'm just going to talk about the top five because you will see a wealth of information and there's actually a handy tool there also called 101 Ways to Fundraise. I believe you click on that. I'll admit some of them are a little silly. Some of them are greater than others. So take what you want from that. But you have a whole wealth of resources there. So the top five, let's go with those. Number one is most definitely personalize your fundraising page. It is super, super important to achieving fundraising success for you to share with people what your why is, just like these ladies did here today. People want to know what your personal connection is to the cause, and that in turn will ignite their passion and their willingness to want to donate to you in order to 
further your cause and help you hit your fundraising goal. And then once you create that page, if y'all didn't get the message yet, share it, share it widely, share it frequently, share it with everyone and share it a million times. On to number two, set a fundraising goal for sure and also share that with everyone that you know. We provide you with a recommendation for what to set if you're an individual fundraiser. We say $150 and that's a magic number because it's the average cost of one single mammogram. So your goal there is to get as many $150 groupings of donations, one donation, what have you. And you can kind of mentally think about that, that for every time you chin that bar, you're at least providing the average cost of one mammogram. And then for teams, we recommend a goal of $1,000. Tip three is donate yourself. Donate to yourself and show that you have that commitment to the cause by whatever dollar amount. Now, if you do donate $25 as a race participant, you will receive a commemorative medal on race day. So keep that in mind as you're thinking about what you're going to do for your fundraising. Fourth is link your fundraiser to Facebook which can be done through your fundraising center. Now, a lot of people, you may be asking, what's my fundraising center and where is it? To get to your fundraising center, go to the race website. That's www.komen-dallas.org forward slash Dallas race. And when you get to the race website, look in the top right-hand corner and click on what says log in to fundraise. There you will use your username and password you use to register to log in. And that then takes you to your fundraising center. Now on the Facebook fundraising, here is a word of caution. Make sure that you link your Facebook fundraiser from your fundraising page. You can't just go to Facebook and start a fundraiser. What that does is just creating a separate independent fundraiser not connected to your race fundraising. So your thermometer is not going to go up with every donation the way that it would if you connect through the fundraising center. So let me echo that again. Fundraising Center is where it's at, and that's where you want to make those donations. Now, here's another tip and trick that I personally experienced this year. Once you make that link, go in and use that feature that says invite your contacts, each contact individually to donate. It makes a real difference. I'm a firm believer because this year I tried that. Much like Julie, I was kind of one of those passive people that I would send a couple emails I might link to Facebook and, you know, every once in a while I'll have it pop up in my feed. But this year I got more aggressive and I reached out and invited specifically my contacts who I knew would probably give. And I kid you not that in only a few days I already hit $1,000 and that has never happened before. I've had to fundraise for months to get to that point. So it's super easy and it's super accessible. So definitely take advantage of that. And fifth and finally, ask, ask, ask. Ask, ask, and ask again. For those counting, that six asks. And the reason that number is magic is because it's been proven that it can take up to that many times for people to finally take action. And let's face it, people get busy, they forget, they mean to donate, they mean to come back to you, whole range of excuses. So ask frequently and don't be afraid. I think Julia really drove that point home. Um, and just know that it'll, it'll pay off. Again, the worst that someone can say is no or just ask you, hey, don't email me anymore. And, and that's it. No skin off your back. Yeah, all of those are <laughs> spot on. And I can even agree that we've had a few first time fundraisers this year that we've seen huge success in just a few days from linking to Facebook and asking just their friends and family. So 
very accessible. So going back to the Facebook fundraising um, that you mentioned, Nicole, let's talk to our pros here, Julia and Kelly. And I want to know, has social media played an impact in helping you reach your fundraising goals? And how are you utilizing it? Let's start with you, Julia. So social media is probably the number one reason I was the number one individual fundraiser last year. Um, it's a huge, huge part of how I get money. Um, I actually found that my generation likes Instagram. <laughs> so now that there's the Instagram stories, I'll post pictures. I'll post last year's pictures, pictures of my mom and I. Um, I've gotten creative. I've had people teach me how you can do like fun, pretty things and I'll, I'll post about it quite often and then I put my link directly to my team in my bio and we need to like send this to Instagram and tell them they need to have a better option for non-influencers so, <laughs> yeah. so there's a direct link yeah that yeah. someone can just click on um, much like Facebook so Facebook has also been really big not as many people I know get on Facebook anymore but um, the idea that you can just hit click donate now is amazing and you can hit refresh you can comment on there and it brings it back up so social media is huge um and it's the number one reason i get i mean email every now and then but definitely instagram and facebook so i'm a huge believer ask 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 keep asking keep posting yeah (laughs) i actually have had a lot of people tell me um, I reached out to a few of my friends recently and I was like, am I being annoying? <laughs> and when, just tell me when too much is too much. And, uh, they were all like, actually, no, it helps me remember. Yeah. So if you True. see it, then you're like, oh shoot, I didn't, I didn't donate yet. And then if you donate then, or if you don't, you see it again. Oh shoot. Now I need to know. Yeah. Really yeah. Especially after you get it so many times, you're like, they have asked me five times now, five times. And the, I should probably get on this and yes. donate <laughs> and inviting them. I took your advice this year and did that. And it makes people feel like they have a direct connection to it and not just passing it by as they're scrolling. So I've gotten a lot of success from that as well. Cool. All right. And over to you, Kelly. Um, Facebook has let me reach out to people that I would never have been able to. I didn't have phone numbers or emails. One day last month, I posted my um, link on uh, Facebook and raised $1,000 in one day just from Facebook. Um, That's awesome. It's just a, a great reminder to always put that every so often. I'm trying not to be annoying, but at least (laughs) once every two weeks, I try to do that link. Um, Without Facebook, I couldn't have gotten some of my big donors going all the way back from my childhood. That it's been great. Yeah, you get to cast a wider net. And and I'm I'm the older generation, um, unlike Julia, so my generation's still on Facebook. Still on Facebook. I am still a Facebook person. (laughs) I don't Insta and all of that jazz. But it also, I think, the other thing, too, is in talking about really casting your net wide is then people can share it. Mm-hmm. So it's not even just your contacts that if your contacts are inclined and you kind of push them in that direction, too, of like, don't let the love stop here. Let's keep spreading more. And that kind of helps you get a lot more. I remember last year, four or five times that I got donations through Facebook of people I never even knew and tracing it back, figured out, oh, they knew my friend and my friend shared my post and that's how I got those donations. So it makes a real difference for sure. 
Now, Nicole, I understand that those who fundraise are in for some special treats this season. Yes. Tell us about those. So listen, we know it can be uncomfortable to ask for donations, and we know it takes a lot of hard work and dedication, and we want to thank you for that. So this year, we have some incredible incentives to help get your fundraising blood going. For those who fundraise $100 or more by September 21st, you'll receive a beautiful silver necklace in the mail to wear on race day. For those who fundraise with their team, the team captains that is, that drive those teams to raise $1,000 or more before September 21st, those team captains will get a snazzy black hat that they can wear on race day to signify their awesomeness. For individual fundraisers, we have a whole array of prizes that are available. For $100, you're eligible to receive a double wall cup with lid. If you fundraise $250, a pop socket. At the $500 level, a raglan shirt. At $750, jammy pants that you can comfortably change into post-race after all that running. At $1,000, a packable pullover. For the $1,500 level, earbuds. For $2,500 fundraisers, puff a puffer jacket. And for the $5,000 fundraisers, a rain jacket. You will receive an email after race, and you do have until three weeks after race to get all those fundraising dollars in to qualify for those prizes. It is one prize per person, so it's not cumulative. That being said, for example, if you raise $500, you can pick one prize of either the $100 cup, the $250 pop socket, or the $500 raglan shirt. So again, look out for an email after race telling you what you're eligible to receive. You'll select your prize and that will be mailed to you post-race. In addition to all of those prizes, we also will award the top five survivor fundraisers overall with American Airlines Miles. And then for our top three individual fundraisers overall, you are also eligible for American Airlines Miles. And a huge, huge thanks to American Airlines for donating all of those wonderful miles to us. Finally, for our survivors, survivors who fundraise up to $150 or more by October 14th, you'll get an extra wristband for Hope Village. Oh, and I can't forget to tell all those teams out there also about the team's tents area. This year, whatever team raises $5,000 or more by October 18th, you get access to our exclusive team tents area. And the teams that raise $10,000 or more will actually get a tent that they can decorate. So a lot of exciting incentives in the works for everyone for race 2019. So get that fundraising started. Well, those are some great prizes. And we'll make sure to have the link in the show notes for this podcast episode to all of these prizes on our website. Cool. So ladies, what else have you done to lead up to such a successful fundraising um time in the past and then also what are exciting thing exciting things that may be on the horizon for you this year let's start with you kelly well i've had so much success with um in the past five years of the way i've done it um so i've gone back to that and uh, i've only grown from it but this year uh, my employer is going to be having a woman's luncheon in october and proceeds, um, a portion of the proceeds will be going to my fundraising um, bucket. So I'm very excited about that. That is exciting. Cool. What about you, Julia? So in the past, I created hats that said Mama G Squad and everyone that joined our team um, got to get one and we all wear them on race day. And then last year I had people over for brunch. So I enticed you by saying like, do you want a hat? Do you want to come over to my house for brunch? (laughs) And um, this year, 
I actually partnered with one of my favorite workout studios, uh, Barry's Bootcamp. And so they are extremely generous and donated the studio and an instructor. And the price of admittance is just, you have to donate at least $32, which is their class value um, to our team. And so this is a huge thing this year because I've had yeah. friends that have never donated donating now because they're like, oh, well, that I've heard that's one of the best workouts in Dallas. You know, it's, you know, I've been wanting to try it, so why not now? That's a really great cause. Um, and I do have a few more ideas up my sleeve, but I think 2020 might be when I roll those out. <laughs> but this year I also added water bottles. So people who have okay. been on my team in the past that got hats, they're thinking like, okay, well, great. I don't get anything this year, but you'll get a water but bottle. They're in, <laughs> in for a treat. Yes, a they secret are. treat. So we'll have to invite you next year for another podcast episode so exactly. we can get the sneak peek yes. for your event next year. You will. That's cool. And my team is absent this year because Susan Komen, uh, Dallas County, has me doing the Survivor Tent. So oh, yes. I'm pretty busy, so I don't get to do the fun things that my <laughs> yes, counterpart that is really does. I'll be, well, busy, we appreciate make, you. I'll be bu- busy making the Survivors um, and the Everlasting um, Fighters. Uh, have a great day also. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll make a little shameless plug here. So email, I don't know who, Nicole, if sure. you want to join my Barry's Boot Camp class Sunday, September 15th at 2 p.m. in uh, West Village. So Perfect. Join yeah. us. There you go. <laughs> awesome. So, uh, Julian Kelly, I'm sure with all of the exciting things you have coming up, you will just surpass all the levels of fundraising and hopefully get the top tier prize that you can earn. <laughs> but yeah, very exciting year for fundraising and these amazing gifts. So each of you ladies, if you had one piece of advice to give all of our team captains and fundraisers listening today on how to be successful this year, what would that be? Let's start with you, Nicole, and then we'll go over to Julia and close with Kelly. I would say definitely don't be afraid to just speak from your heart to the people that you're asking to give and to really share and share your story and share it widely as to what is your why and that's what usually will help people really get over that hump of well do I really want to give why do I want to give and remember that this is two pieces of advice but so I'm going to break the rule but remember no gift is too small people don't have to give hundreds of dollars if you can just ask one person to give a dollar and you do that what 10 times you get 10 bucks easy and then over time you start accumulating more I would, I would agree with those things. Um, probably for me, just stay positive and, and never give up. I mean, the more you ask, the more you do it, the more lives you're saving, the more you can do to people in the future. So just keep staying positive. Keep doing it. I agree with both of y'all. And um, my big thing is never be afraid to ask. The worst thing that can happen is someone to tell you no. And don't, people will, will so surprise you with their participation and their donations. I agree with that. Yeah. There are some people that I thought never in a million years would ever give, but I still sent them an email anyway. And some of those were my best donations. Yeah. And thank you notes. I like that. Yeah. One. Thank I you notes is thank really you. important. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Kelly, Nicole, and Julia for being here with Common Dallas County to share your fundraising secrets. We hope all of you listening are energized and excited to meet and exceed your exceed your fundraising goals for this year. Remember, the more funds we raise, the more lives we save.